Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Catherine stuns in a dress and Craig's pillows are featured on the couch. Stay tuned, reunion part one, Southern Charm. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey. Oh, hey, hey, everybody. Hey, everyone. Welcome, Hi, welcome, welcome. Hey, everyone. Talking Southern Charm. Oh, I love that. Hi, bam, bam. Bam. Sing what, it, Matt. What's Sing up? it. Let us know how you feel. Well. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Southern Charm After Show here at After Buzz TV. Reunion Part 1, Season 6. Wow, you guys, it's been six seasons. That's crazy. Um, anyways, before we get started, I would love to introduce my lovely co-host starting with... Hello, everybody. My name is Matt Marr. Excited to be here. Tea. <laughs> I'm Susan Pinkney, and I'm always excited to be here as well. Hey, guys, and I'm Mike Carrillo. Crystal couldn't join us today because she's out there hustling, as she always does. But hopefully we're crossing our fingers that she's here next week so that we're a full panel and we yeah. get to talk and dish everything about part two Which of Southern Charm. Which I guess is Charm. good since there was no Eliza on oh, this yeah. anyway. So. <laughs> Wait. It's perfect time. Eliza's not there. Crystal's not. Are they the same person? Uh-uh. Uh, what? What? <laughs> That could be a thing. But, you know, you actually just brought up a really valid point. I totally forgot Eliza was part of this cast. It wasn't oh, me. It was CC Freak in oh, the live chat. CC Freak. She wow. said that Eliza was too boring for a reunion invite. Um, yeah, because wow. she's an yeah. official cast member. Yeah. By the way, DD's 05 says, hey, I finally get to make the live chat. Yeah. We also have Give Me Shelter. And Karen Rodriguez says, hi, dolls. Hello. Yes. Hello, everybody. Matt is handling our live chat. So if you guys want to chime in and join the conversation, please do so. Because we love to hear your comments and have you guys chime in. Um, Susie has our special segment of... Do you want to say it? The top three. What I say? The top. The top three times that Chip put his foot in his privileged mouth. I think I said something. He added an expletive that uh, yeah. just subtracted. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had to take out the cuss words, y'all, because exactly. I'm country. Yeah, yeah. I'm country. Mm-hmm. And we have our not so charming uh, segment as well coming up. So as, what is yours? as long yeah. as some news uh, that we've we typically always share news amongst each other of Southern Charm, so we definitely want to share that stuff with you guys. Um, but before we get to all of that, let's chat about reunion part one. Um, overall thoughts on tonight's episode. What What do you think, Susie? Um, it was really good. I feel like this was. Um, you know how when you watch sports, there's like the big game I or the don't. World Series. I, know. I, don't. I was like, um, <laughs> okay, you know Except how when I watch sports, no, okay, okay. <laughs> that makes more sense. There's always a big game or the like World Series or like the thing that you uh-huh. you know you're looking forward like to, the Super the, Bowl the playoffs or whatever. Yeah. This was like the playoffs. Okay. It was like part one. I was excited. Uh, okay, so, I, get okay. That. I get it. I get that. I get that. So I was. Oh, it was perfect. I love the the outfits. I loved what they had to say. I love that Shep still can't control himself. So yeah, it was all good. <laughs> Shep still can't control. I totally himself. rolled my eyes at that part. <laughs> and what about you, Matt? You know, I I liked it. I I 
I don't. I'm interested to see how the second part two plays out. I will say this was a really good, I thought, episode or season of Southern Charm. But also, I kind of wonder if like if stuff got real this season because I feel like mm-hmm. this is the first reunion where I don't know if all of them looked happy to be there. Yeah. Oh. You know what? I feel like in the past, like there was drama, but it was a lot of it was focused on Thomas, or was focused on Thomas and Catherine, and the rest of the cast was kind of like, "Oh yeah, we're here to be here. We're going to talk about something dramatic about Catherine, but then I'm going to Shep, I'm going to say yeah. something funny, or Austin, I'm going to say something funny." But this time, just even the beginning when Andy's like, "Hi, how are you?" and they're all just like. Mm, we're kind of here. But you know what? Uh, yeah. You're right. And I think maybe because every other season, most of their stuff has been edited out. Like, think about it. If you have cameras following you for how many ever hours a week, mm-hmm. or you can schedule it, oh, well, we're going to this party, or so-and-so's having this cookout, or mm-hmm. whatever, and you can schedule when you want to be on camera, mm-hmm. and then you know that your part is going to be, you know, just polished little sound mm-hmm. bites mm-hmm. because it's focused on someone else, i.e. Mm-hmm. Thomas and Catherine. Yeah. This was the first time that it was actually focused on the entire group. I know Austin yeah. would probably say it was focused on him. Shep would but, probably say that. And Shep. But it was, fo- it, I think everyone got equal, everyone got time, equal time this year. Yeah. Ex- except for yeah. Eliza. Don't you think that maybe this brings up a point of that in past seasons they've kind of like sat back and let everything happen with, with Catherine? Yeah. That now it's like, well, honestly, when this season started, I was like, how are they going to top last season? Because last season really delivered. And for me, this season, it was fairly played out for everyone. But then at the same time, we loved to see Ashley. Like, we needed these little tidbits of last season to kind of spark up the conversation. Don't well, you think? Ashley is a Disney villain. Mm-hmm. She's a Disney villain <laughs> in that she is, she, there's not really anything redeeming about her. You don't really, she's going through her own stuff. She's kind of, uh, she's just so... Uh, damaged and so kind of mean. That changes when there's people you love or you like, mm-hmm. and then they're being their actions are n- not indicative of good people. Mm-hmm. That's that's real life. That's yeah. more. That's what happens, and that's I think more sickening to your stomach. Um, and I think that's why. This feels different. That uh, we also too totally switching gears, but the live chat is blowing up. I love but it. But Karen Rodriguez says, which is true. What do we think of their outfits? Exactly. Yeah. That's, actually, that's what I was going to to okay, talk good. about yeah. next. I want to know who were you guys' favorite? Like, if you had to choose one outfit that was favorite for you from head to toe, who was it? I'm gonna go first, and I'm just yeah. gonna say Catherine for me mm-hmm. blew it off the ballpark. I think she looked stunning. I think her makeup and her hair actually matched who she is, and yeah. Yeah. and gave her uh, that personality that she has. It's very mm-hmm. vibrant. Um, I didn't like what Naomi was wearing, and I didn't actually. Let's do that. Let's do best and worst. Okay. I didn't like what Naomi was wearing. I didn't like her makeup. I think her tan was way too dark. And it was just it did it wasn't flattering on her. It looked like she got that spray tan and it went, I don't mm. know, a little too orangey for me. Yeah. And um and I didn't like her outfit. I think it was too basic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What do you guys think? Okay. Well, Catherine would have been my best. Um, I'm not going to take yours, but Mm -hmm. I loved how she looked like a princess. I mean, it was a big ball gown. Mm -hmm. She just went for it. She's like, I don't care. I'm Catherine. And I loved every, every detail of her outfit. Also loved as she was getting dressed when she said, um, you can just put it up here to cover up this much of my forehead. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, sometimes you do that, and then you realize later, you know what? Show the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> so, but anyway, so I love Closet. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
picking my own best, I'll go with Cameron. Yeah. Um, polished, beautiful, great oh, yeah. color on her. She looked mm-hmm. amazing. It was slimming, and not that she needs to be slimmed down at all. Yeah. Um, but I I liked what she was wearing because it's something I would have worn myself. Very classic. Very classic, classic. Cameron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, worse, I don't want to have to pick a worse, but if you guys make me, I'm making you. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah making we're making you. Worse, then Chelsea. Chelsea. Um, yeah, a lot of people in the live chat didn't. It wasn't. Um, Karen Rodriguez quote hated it. Look, I think Chelsea's um, stag ball, stag party outfit would have been better for the reunion than this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I didn't like that outfit. Love either. that Lily Sullivan says, Lord, y'all, I got my bottle of Prosecco chilled yes! and poured. Ready to go. Right? That'll um, be us next week, by the way. That's true. We'll definitely have a bottle of <laughs> yeah, Prosecco y'all, here. Yeah, y'all, get ready next week. We've mm-hmm. got plans. Um, I, I'm going to say, I think probably my not my worst was probably um was probably Chelsea it looked like it looked something it looked 90 prom to me mm. to me a little bit and um as far as but I still I thought her, I, she looked fine um Catherine I feel like Catherine's just Catherine is Catherine. Catherine is her own thing. So as far as like best, I still because I don't know if we're going to talk about it next week because they're all going to be wearing the same thing. But I'm still living for Danny in that pantsuit oh, yeah. oh, nice. and that black. I saw it. I was like, oh, it's a black and white dress. But y'all, it's a pantsuit, mm-hmm. and I love it. Madison is yeah. wearing a pantsuit as well, which was darling. She it's, looks darling yeah. as well. They both look really yeah. great. So anyway, there we go. Yeah. Um. I mean, we'll have to see what they wear next week. And the men did look quite well too Craig looked I liked his velvet tuxedo oh, look he looked really nice yeah, yeah I liked his outfit a yeah, lot I and you know who okay Austin's hair when we were watching them set up <laughs> and he had the little clips in to keep it smooth and I just for some reason thought that was hilarious but I see why he did it mm-hmm. and I'm all for it and yeah. that's a look Austin Oh, it was good. It wow. was a look. Oh. Yeah. Austin did something good? What? You're getting the pinky approval, Austin. Oh, hey. Miracles happen in the show, Miracles as you can happen. see. Uh, let's chat about Cameron, and they bring up her real-world days, Ooh. which is wow. hilarious. That montage of her Ooh. making out with the other host. Legendary. Shep doesn't think that Cameron has lived out her partying days. But Cameron says, my life is completely different. My partying days are totally different. Do we think Cameron's party days are completely over? I think they're different, for sure. Okay. Um, looking at her real-world clip, and I've I've never... Oops, I think I just almost fibbed. Um, I was going to say I never made <laughs> oh, out in a hot tub, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm just saying... <laughs> I just you change with every year, you know. Mm -hmm. Every five years, every decade, you change. Every five years, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like I'm so grateful. First of all, that social media wasn't what it was. Wasn't then what it is now. God, yes. Like you know, now it's just crazy, and I'm so glad it's not always been that way. And Cameron has to be glad as well. <laughs> so, but I, I, I believe her. Of course, that little girl, like that young woman mm-hmm. who wants to go out and drink every now and then, is still living in her. Yeah. But I, of course, think she's grown up and matured, and she's yeah. Palmer's mom now. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why Shep feels like it's such a like. Oh, if you haven't done this, you haven't lived life. He always <sighs> wants to one up people, and it's just it makes them look very 
typical Shep, nasty. Just, it's not very attractive. It's not a good look for him. No matter no. how much he tries to defend himself, it's not a good look. Which he constantly kept on doing that in tonight's episode. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this whole conversation about Shep and how he decided to approach his situation? Because I felt like he was, at a certain extent, feeling a little bit attacked by the questions Andy was giving him. Mm -hmm. So he went on this whole spiral, didn't he? And started saying all of these things that really didn't make sense, Mm -hmm. trying to defend himself. Yeah, there was a good word in the chat. Oh, Sunny, 234A. Hi, Sunny. Um, She said Shep is twitchy, for sure. And that kind of, I thought, was a good word to describe um, kind of how he was acting. Um, It just... Well, Karen Rodriguez says he needs to get off the show. I don't think that's ever going to happen. But he does seem, Kay Spade is saying Shepard seems outdated. It mm. does seem kind of like he's this archaic um, man sometimes. I agree. But you know what Shep said tonight? That it does not, under any circumstance, buy him a pass. It does not. But it helps me personally to understand him a little bit better. Did you hear him talking about his grandmother and his relationship with his grandmother and the things Mm -hmm. that she said, like calling Vero Beach, Zero Beach? And I I think he alluded to he heard some behavior and some things from people he loved and trusted and respected Mm -hmm. that whether it's good or bad is in him now. And he tries not to be that person, and he tries not um, to feel the way that he feels, but he was raised that way, and it's ingrained in him. Granted, he's a grown man, right? and he has had time to make his own decisions and to um, realize that not everything that you're Mm -hmm. raised in or not everything that you learn from home is Mm -hmm. good. So I can't excuse any of his behavior, but I think I understand him a little bit better. I think it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. That's just the only word I'm for. I think it's BS. It's yeah. like, and I say that because I grew up in Southern Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I had like, thank God, not really my immediate family, but still like some of my extended family and friends, like very backwards thinking, very right. racist mm-hmm. thinking. Yeah. And here I am now, like you know, been dating a black man for five years. Fine, he man. Is pretty. Can I just? He is, he is pretty. Can we he have is. this moment and <laughs> cherish Matt's boyfriend because I have met him in person and I was shocked. They surprised. We didn't surprise me, but we ran into each other at the yeah, Grove, and I, yeah. I didn't even look at Matt. I was like mesmerized, and I was like, "This is your boyfriend." I, I'm used to it. Everybody's yeah. always like, "This is your boy." I'm like, "I'm the funny one." Oh, that's so but funny. Go to the Matt Mar. Yes. You can look at. Go, but, go check it out. But what I was gonna say is, is that, and I know other people in my life too, like my own nephews that like they've grown up in the yeah. same place. Like, you make a choice mm-hmm. to either go along with or contradict the values that you grew up with and what you want to choose. Right. And I feel like Shep is a, you know, if he's like in his 20s, maybe. But Shep's a 40-year-old man. I'm a 40-year-old man. Like, I know the difference of, I just think that that is an excuse for him to get away with being arrogant. Exactly. And they made up a really valid point. I think Cameron was the one that asked asked this. And she's like, when you see yourself as you're watching the episode week after week, do you not kind of like twitch a little bit and ask yourself, I shouldn't have done what I 
did or I shouldn't have said what I said. And he's like, well, you know, I just, I'm, I am the way that I am. And it's like, you keep, he keeps on contradicting himself. He keeps saying he understands, but he doesn't truly really understand. No, and then he starts saying, he, you know, sorry, sorry. and then he starts saying, you know, oh, don't make me go there. Because when I go there, I go there. Right, yes. It's very yeah. vindictive of him. And he, I feel like he's not really in the moment and paying attention to what or he's doing. Or taking responsibility taking for responsibility. his actions. And I have to say, Cameron's gotten a lot of flack for like giving Shep a pass. Yeah. And I think she still lets him pass because she... And I get this. You see the faults in someone, but you also see a lot of good in them and you love them. And mm-hmm. I get that. But she really like kind of went not in a negative way, but kind of really went in on like, you need to look at that of like, right. why do you go in like that? And he oh, started yeah. to, well, da, da. and she's like, no, Shep, but you really, and I was really impressed with Cameron for like, really like putting him to the wall of mm-hmm. like, you need to like emotionally look at yourself. Right. Because he'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. But do you remember um, season one, probably, you know, as they were giving you kind of the foundation of what the show is about? Mm-hmm. They let people like Thomas say, oh, that so-and-so was beneath their standing and, Mm -hmm. you know, this is how it is in Charleston, South Carolina. And so there was always that undertone of, yes, we're modern people, but we are we are standing on tradition, Mm -hmm. quote unquote tradition. Um, So I feel like even from down to Shep to the people on the show, I feel like there's always going to be that underlying um, feeling until they get rid of those guys. Do you think that's because it's the essence of what Southern Charm was built on, like you mentioned, and that's why it's going to forever lead on I, and have that yes, little... Yes, yeah. because I just saw, I should tweet it out, um, but I just saw someone sent me, um, just like not a listener, but somebody ran, we're talking about Southern Charm. They sent me, they found like the pilot sizzle, like the mm. 17, seven minute show. Oh my God. That, that um, Whitney used to shop around the show. And I literally got it today and I've been busy, oh but my I was going to share Send with you it. Yes. But it's all about the gentleman mm-hmm. of South Carolina. And because that's, that's what, that is what this show is founded upon. I mean, right. he's got money. He's right. oh, in the yeah. theme song. Yes. And so, and I think a lot of it is, um, because I sent it to you already. I feel like I said this to somebody today, but I don't think we noticed the Sheps and we didn't notice kind of the misogyny of the other men because we were focused on Thomas, who again is was this Disney villain. Like right. he was this. He was the worst. And we he had Ashley and Thomas. Yeah. Last, yeah. We, he was the worst and way beyond yeah. what people normal people do. So now that he's out, mm-hmm. guess what? We're looking at you now, Shep. Yeah, because yeah. you know what, too? The women contributed to the way that Thomas was acting. Absolutely. Because, like, Patricia, I mean, as past seasons, she would always go towards Thomas and want to bring Thomas over. She'd have all these dinners mm-hmm. for the men, catering mm-hmm. everybody else. So it's like the women also partook in that. So mm-hmm. now seeing that change... That's why we're also noticing these changes with men. I do want to bring a point that Shep said. He says the reason why he feels so defensive and he needs to, I guess, feel or, like, defend himself is because he feels a closeness to people. Right? Remember when he mentioned that and you and you looked at me and yeah, you were like, oh, saying, is he talking about Madison? I understand. No. So what he said, I think, the gist of what he said was... Um, when you love someone or you're in a relationship with someone, mm-hmm. um, those are people you're going to get angriest with. Right. Like, that's just my summarization of what he said. Mm-hmm. And those are people that you allow yourself to feel these emotions with. Because if you don't care about the person, uh-huh. you don't get angry. Exactly. That's his theory. 
um, but you need to treat everyone, including the people you know and love, with respect, mm-hmm. or they're not going to be in your life. Exactly. I, I, that's as a therapist, he's totally spot on. Like that is true. That we get. It's not that you get angry. We get. But we get the most triggered by the people that mean the most to us. Mm -hmm. Because when we, because it's much easier for a stranger to be upset at you than your best friend or somebody. Mm -hmm. So that it triggers these emotions in us. But the only problem is, again, so the way I just described it was I described what it causes me to react to. Mm. Shep describes everything as everybody else is doing to him, making him do things. It's a bit of narcissism. Yes, Mm -hmm. it is. Like classic narcissism, which again is what I said before, like he reminds me of like a young T-Rav and that's mm -hmm. scary. It's so scary. I hope that he like, I really hope the beauty of, I thought Cameron did a nice job when, um, uh, because some people in the chat talked about Cameron can be a little elitist and Granted, she's a white woman who grew up in the South, so mm-hmm. she has privilege, and she's, you know, but I, I appreciated that how she said that sometimes is the beauty of watching yourself on a reality show, because you go, Amen. oh, yeah. dang, when I was talking about that mom stuff, I do sound like a bitch. Right. I do sound like, you know, but she's coming from that. I don't think Shep, <laughs> I don't think Shep, they said, they said he watched that, like when the women exactly. talked about it, and he got angry at right. them. Yeah. Like he can't. Hold. He can't have a responsibility. No, and and it's scary because it feels like people trying to help him, and until he realizes it himself and he takes accountability, that's the only time we'll be able to see some sort of change. I think no it's matter- important, real quick. CC Freak says, "I'm from South Carolina, and these men don't represent me." Oh, so there's probably a lot of people yes. say that. There's yes. a lot of men yeah. in South Carolina that don't that are you know this. Y'all, this isn't everybody. Exactly. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's um, no, no, no. It's it's really interesting. I do want to get into the conversation to the topic of um, Naomi and how she was defending Matul during that entire slot. I honestly felt, I don't know, I felt heavy in my heart because it just looked. She didn't look happy. She looked like she was stressing out, and she was like, "Gosh, you guys, I wish you guys would understand." But it's like other people are seeing the world. And, her, and have viewed her realistically, how her relationship is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she doesn't want to accept it. What are our overall thoughts on her and defending Matul? Um, well, first of all, I agree with everything you just said spot on. Mm-hmm. Um, I can think back for myself. There's been times where people saw things that I couldn't see. or mm. And I 100%, I wasn't like just defending it because I thought it was... Um, like making me look good. I was defending it because I thought it was the truth. I was like, no, 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 you're wrong, you're wrong. Mm, yeah. But they were right. Um, so sometimes people outside of your relationship or outside of the situation can see things that you don't see. Mm-hmm. However, there's another side to that. Uh-huh. The other side is not everybody knows what happens in your house behind closed doors when camera's not there. Yeah. You know, he's not used to being in front of a camera. That's not his job. He's in. Uh, he's a doctor, um, so he's gone through a bunch of schooling and, and now, of course, yeah. residency and, you know, mm-hmm. working as a doctor. This is not his life. This is her life. So as much as I realize that Matul did not come across well on camera, yeah. this is not something that he signed up for. So mm-hmm. they made a good point of saying that tonight, and I think about it. I don't know if we know who the real Matul is. And maybe mm. he thought on camera, like when she's looking at the Rice Krispie treats or, you know, the bagel yeah. or whatever, maybe he thought he should look like I'm the medical professional. I'm the one who's going to keep her safe. You know, maybe he thought that was him being a yeah. good boyfriend to her. Yeah. And then even with the weights, when he knew that what she was capable of and she was like, no, 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 I don't want any more. 
maybe he thought he was helping her. Do you know what I mean? But it came across as controlling. I can see yeah. that. I feel like we don't, we haven't had enough camera time with him mm-hmm. to really know who he is. Well, um, maybe he just, uh, his, maybe his Indian culture, he just, you know, just imposes it. himself on women. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. We were all yes. like, are you kidding me? That was, that's the Indian culture is in DC. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. She's like, this whole was um, born in DC. Yeah. And he's like, uh. he's like uh, y'all, when he said that, they got three faces of, so what? Yes. We all went, you know, like when somebody like put it and it smells, we all yes. went, mm, mm. We're like, something stank. Yeah. That really does stank up in here. I don't know where to even pick up on that because that was really funny. Um, yeah, I, you know what, you brought up a really good point because when you were talking about that, it's like, okay, but Cameron's husband, he is not, he didn't sign up for the show. But he does not want it. I mean, like, yes, we saw him at the party. Matul didn't have to come out in it either. Yeah, but I'm sure Naomi, especially with her relationship with Craig and how she got on the show in the first place, she she needed a storyline. She needed to bring him on. You know, Mm -hmm. like, but he's an adult. He's a strong-willed adult. Exactly. He doesn't do anything he doesn't want. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, yeah, I, I think that yeah, that he's a strong adult and he does what he wants. Um, yeah. And I also just want to remind people: thank you for doing what you want and for listening to the show here on AfterBuzz TV. So thank much, you. we love y'all so much. Uh, we, uh, you know, if you you're, uh, the live chat's blowing up. If you're watching this show right now and it's after the live show, you still want to get involved? You can leave the comments right there. We love them so much. Mm-hmm. And if the best thing you can do is that little subscribe button, you'll get a little update every time we have a new react. This is the AfterBuzz reality channel, and you'll get an update. Obviously, we love this show, and it means so much to us. Yeah. Um, we feel like y'all are part of our family. Um, and for you podcast listeners, please uh, leave a five-star review. Mm-hmm. We appreciate that. Um, a little podcast announcement. Is that right. yeah. Apparently, our last week's episode it, uh, didn't go up. That's going to get fixed tonight. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to the newest episode and say, wait a minute, I missed last week, the actual season finale, don't worry. You can go back and binge that. Um, but yeah, if you could leave five stars, mm-hmm. y'all leave such great reviews, and thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate all the comments. Oh, and DMs. Um, just, and then uh, yeah. Ryan says it's up. Oh, it's up. It's so, up. It is okay. up. Thank awesome. you, Ryan. So if you missed last week's episode and you didn't get to catch it on iTunes, you could definitely go back, catch that one, and then catch today's episode as well. Um, you know, we, we appreciate everything. And one thing that we definitely have to talk about is Craig and his Adderall addiction. Mm. This is something new to me. I don't think I've ever... I don't think this is something he's ever discussed in the past. And I think now it makes sense of certain outbursts and certain things that he was saying. Because I've had friends who have dealt with Adderall addiction and that downfall Mm. is pretty bad. So everything that he was saying, he's lucky that it hasn't affected him the way that I've seen other friends affect them. Well, we're seeing, hopefully. Right. Because I've even said, I'm like, is he on coke or something? Yeah. Like, there seemed to be, like, something off. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like it could have been a lot worse um, because of how often he was on it. Um, But does that kind of make sense for you guys as well in seeing his outburst this season? Um, well, I'm not really familiar with what a person on Adderall, like okay. what the symptoms are or how mm-hmm. they respond or when you said when they're coming down. I, I'm not real familiar with that. Mm-hmm. But I can guess that it heightens what you're already feeling. Right. And I still 
even he, I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, I see these things and then I, I say them and people confirm them. Like tonight he said he was really upset that he found out Naomi wasn't oh, on the exactly. trip. exactly. And then, yes. of course. So, Susan and I, Pinkney knows, I, y'all. I she that. knows. That was like our aha moment. Right. I remember that. Yeah. she said that. it, we all three went, what? what? Yes. I even said that on my other podcast because he was talking, my friend Jake was talking, and I said, this girl Susan on our podcast said it's about Naomi and he went, Yes. yes. Like you like schooled us. Right. Yeah. And so I, I feel like it just heightens what he's already feeling yes. or his emotions. And even mm-hmm. when he was angry with Austin at Cameron's mm-hmm. birthday party, birthday. Yeah. Um, he was going to have that reaction on Adderall or not, coming off oh, Adderall or not. I feel okay. like he was still going to have that reaction. Mm-hmm. And allowing, I'm not going to say allowing because I'm sure he wouldn't have wanted anyone to bring that up, but mm-hmm. agreeing to the fact that he was on Adderall at the time was almost like how you say about Shep. It was almost like him not having responsibility or taking responsibility mm-hmm. for his own actions. It was. Um, what do you think, Matt? No, I think, you know, it's... Uh, man, you just love Craig. Even in the chat, that most people have had a very positive... Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a positive view of Craig tonight. Yeah. And really kind of love some of the insightful things that he said. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as, I asked a couple of people while you're talking, like, do you think Craig is still addicted? Are you worried? And people are usually, like, Dee Dee says no. Um, uh, Give Me Shelter says there are a lot of people in the career that take Adderall to keep yeah. up. Um, they are Mike Tyson biting an ear off. Um, uh, <laughs> is he on Adderall? <laughs> uh, Dee Dee also says I think he should stop before he gets addicted, though. Yeah. Um, I feel like, for me, with it, it... I feel like he was being honest in that moment because when somebody's honest about mm-hmm. some things, it helps everything else click into place, like what you were saying. Yeah. It was a little bit like, I don't want to go back through it, but a little bit with Naomi talking about Matul, she felt defensive. Like her right. her commentary didn't make it click into place. Mm. Shep's doesn't make us click into place. Mm-hmm. It's still, con- it's not congruent. Yes. And it's the same thing with, with, but when Craig was talking about this and talking about when he was using and when he was mm-hmm. not, I was like, Ah, oh, that feels that that makes sense to me. It, makes sense. it feels like you're painting the rest of it. So either yeah. he's a really great liar. <laughs> no, but hey, he could be. What I about feel, the law school thing? Yeah. I, but I do. I worry. I do worry. I do worry that it's like it's like Danny said. Remember one episode when we post talk when we talked to the news about Shep posting that video, yeah, social media video oh, right, of the homeless person. Of the homeless and person. I sent it to Danny. She said it's like these guys in their drink party and they just right. take it so far. Right. I worry about for the same reason Madison was worried about Austin. Mm. Uh, you know, my dad, Chelsea Marr, Chelsea Marr would always say, Matthew, just remember if you run with the lame, you're going to limp. Mm. And it's that same attitude that these are the guys he's hanging out with are right, Shep yes. and Austin. Shep doesn't yeah. think Cameron's done anything. He doesn't think she's really a party because his definition of party is, is like complete. smoking dope and probably doing cocaine. Waking up in Las and Vegas like, not, and not knowing, knowing where you're, you're at. at. You know, so it's like, I mean, it's that's happened, your but. definition. But the hangover... Literally, the movie is not everybody's definition no. of partying. Some might no. be like having a couple of rosés and then drunk dialing your high school boyfriend. Amen. Not that I've ever done that. <laughs> so, I'm just saying that. I, oh so, gosh. I think that I would feel better about Craig if, honestly, I hate this because I would hate to see him a show. But if Craig said, I'm moving out of Charleston yeah. mm-hmm. into a different place away from those guys. Mm-hmm. I would, and from what I've heard, Charleston's just a Peter Pan party city right. for men anyway. I would feel better about that. I do too. Do qu- very quickly. Do we think Craig is over Naomi? Show yeah, of hands. I yes. Do. 
I do. No. I know the whole cast does. I still don't. But I mean, it <laughs> doesn't matter. But yeah. like, wait, 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 Shep said it doesn't matter. But I, I really don't think he's over her. He's not. He brought her a Rice Krispie treat. And yeah. she was so happy to get it. Yeah, she like was. they have this little connection. But I feel like the love will on always. The show. They gotta be. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Well, the Cameron says always. yes, and Chelsea. I don't think Cameron and Chelsea would lie. What do you think? I think she would. I think they would lie. Do you I think, think he's over I it? think deep down, he. I don't think he's one thousand percent over it, but I do think he is maybe fifty percent over it. Um, There's still got another 50 left. Sorry, he revealed tonight that he actually asked Catherine when she was going on Watch What Happens Live, if if asked about him and Naomi, please say that he was <gasps> over her. Oh. He revealed that. So you think that he didn't say, guys, if he asked you, please say that I'm over her. I don't know. Um, Susan's with you. Susan said, or Sunny 234 says, I love Susan. I, thank yeah. you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, Catherine, now that you brought up Catherine, let's chat about Catherine really quickly. She started talking about, of course, they brought up the whole situation with Thomas, Mm -hmm. and then she started um, talking about her dating life. She's still dating Hunter, Hunter. and the way that she described her relationship with Hunter, I was like, hmm, okay, I can see this. I liked it. Um, I liked it. Yeah. Her body language, if you guys go back and watch this, when asked about Hunter, she kicked her leg. Like, she, it was an involuntary movement, Mm. and she couldn't help herself. She kicked her leg. Yeah, her body language was very much in love. She's so excited by him, and I'm, I'm with her. She said that they're growing together, that that's the, that's the upside of dating someone around her same age, is that they're getting to grow together grow together and learn from one another, which is truly a very great thing. Um, but then they started talking about her Watch What Happens Live appearance. Did you guys watch that? I, I watched it. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, Matt, do yourself a favor. Go after, if you're watching too and you haven't watched it, go and watch that episode. I think she revealed without revealing um, what the issue was. She was anxious. She was going through her legal battle with Thomas, which has been ongoing. Um, I, and we were talking about psychotropic drugs earlier, I think she was on some type of antidepressant. And I think that she was hyped up, nervous, anxiety because of all the stuff that was going on. Well, you see, when they started this conversation, they did this whole, they pointed the cameras towards Cameron, they pointed the cameras towards Naomi, and they did the same thing with Chelsea. And everybody was looking, like, on the side, like, really, when they asked her the question, do you drink? And she says, yeah, I drink. But I feel like there's a deeper problem there that I I don't know, but it gave me the sense that she is taking advantage of her drinking. Um, well, it's also, it's that thing in a reality show, though, that they could have made those faces 40 minutes. I mean, mm. they spent eight hours filming this finale, yeah. y'all. So a reunion. So hopefully that's on that, their honest reaction, but that could be a reaction to something else and they just inserted it there. That was the type of, that was the vibe that I got because but it was no, right the, after that question and they the were all kind of looking. the vibe was they were suspicious of it. Right. That so, she had been maybe taking a little bit too much drinking or maybe she was mixing it with something else. I didn't like it, but it was the vibe that I got that I'm like, huh, is there something else going on that I, we don't I know? I think there is. I, well, I was going to say, I think there's a big reveal here when you think about mm-hmm. it. Because originally when she went to rehab, um, it was not disclosed why. And then mm. she started not drinking publicly. And then it was revealed that it was because of marijuana. Right. And so 
again, out of everybody on the show, mm-hmm. if you look at past episodes, Catherine was the one drinking the least. I don't think that Catherine yeah. ever had a drinking problem. I think she was manipulated by the court system mm-hmm. to stop drinking or mm-hmm. to slow her drinking and to stop um, taking marijuana, which of course is illegal in South Carolina, but mm-hmm. not illegal in a lot of other places. I don't so, even know if she was. Was it really? Do we think at the beginning it was marijuana? Like I don't know no. people who act like the way Catherine did from marijuana because people are very relaxed here in California. She was the one antidepressants. She revealed that um, there's been episodes where she's locked herself into her apartment, right? Didn't want to come out. Yeah, there's um, been a bunch of scenarios. And she yeah. does have mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And when you're I don't know. I want to believe her, but again, it, not everything clicked into place. It's it's definitely yeah. I think the reason why I'm saying this because I do have a friend who works as a producer on the show from NBC, and they don't talk about anything about marijuana. It's a lot more deeper than that. Yeah. So that's why that works on this show. No. That wor- oh, that, oh that. no, that works on this show. Yeah, Southern oh. Charm literally is there in production. Let's interview that person. Yeah. No, they're not going to come out and interview. But, like, the stuff, the little gossip, the tidbits that they can share before the season starts, I never heard anything about marijuana. So I that's think, why I'm not sure if it's, like... I think Catherine is also, too, we need... I want to believe her. Does my gut say that she was totally honest? Honestly, no. I think Catherine, in the spirit of trying to keep her kids and from what and the way her life was before, but she definitely, look, she's probably made the most money of anybody on this show. She definitely has a PR team. Mm-hmm. A team. She is... Um, she is definitely uh, cultivating what she wants people to hear probably more than anyone. Mm, yeah. She well, has to. She has to. To yeah. keep her kids. Yeah, uh, I'm not judging her for it. Yeah. Exactly. Let's jump really quickly into our not-so-charming segment. Oh, yeah. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good, right? In stereo. In stereo. <laughs> um, my not-so-charming, I'm just uh-huh. going to go first really quickly, was definitely Shep. This just Shep in the Shep again. again. Shep just, again. I was thinking about one thing and then another thing came to my mind of everything that he was saying, so I'm just gonna keep it chill and say Shep. Um, what about you guys? Amy F, by the way, says her not-so-charming moment is Catherine giving a snide comment under her breath towards Cameron when Cameron stayed, said that Patricia had been subpoenaed when they were discussing Whitney. Mm. I missed that comment, but yeah, that was her. Too. Um that was uh, her. What was your not so charming, Susan Pinkney? Um, expressly the whole cultural thing for Matul, and mm. um, he was born in DC. So, oh, yeah. That whole little tidbit. Yeah. Um, okay, Susie, do you want to take it away? Um, so, speaking of Shep and putting his foot in his mouth, uh, our not so charming, or excuse me, our top three tonight is going to be Shep, the times that Shep didn't help himself in this reunion. Yeah. All right. So he started off by saying none of this matters. So okay. you guys I'm to, so wait, glad wait you brought this up. He he just dismissed you and me and you and you. He dismisses all. None of this yeah. matters. None of this so matters. I don't care. I'm doing this reunion because I'm supposed to do it. Yeah. But none of this matters. Okay. Mm-hmm. What did this boot? Uh, none of this matters. We're all a blipping time. Yeah. And I'm like, you're already high AF. Yes. Um, and the second one is um, you punch first, I'll punch last. Mm. Oh. That's a nice thing for some a that, grown man, a grown mature a little, man. Little man yeah. says that exactly. And the last thing that he said probably three times in just this half of the uh, reunion was, "I don't, I just don't suffer fools gladly." Oh, he said it at least. I'm gonna say 
three or four times this, and, and we're not even through the whole reunion yet. Yeah. Chevy so, so poop. Look in the mirror, girl. Mm-hmm. Look in the mirror. Everyone's just putting ship, 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 ship. Yes. They're not so charming. Matt, do you want to take it away for news? Oh, yeah. After Buzz, I almost forgot After Buzz TV news, y'all. After Buzz yeah. TV news. Uh, we have, we have, first of all, we have a, a picture up from the news. So we can just bring that picture up. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, how pretty. Y'all were not, it oh, is a beautiful the picture. <laughs> they are look so really cute. Y'all, so Catherine, if you didn't saw, Catherine was awarded custody, or yeah, not full, but yeah. she's awarded custody of her children this week that broke. Um, and that's a picture of her that she posted just kind of of them being happy and feeling really good. But what came out, and like, because we shared it to us, and it yeah. really, I mean, I feel like, Susan, I just need to let you take it away, what came out about what Catherine was dealing with. Okay, so Catherine um, was awarded joint custody, and here's the thing. She was able to detail and have it in court documents all of the abuse that she was suffering, including mm. having one of her relatives um, install cameras in her house who was working for Thomas. Um, so in her home, there were two basically spy cameras that someone installed in her house um, to watch mm-hmm. her every move with her children. And for me, oh my gosh, that it... it it disturbs me to no end mm-hmm. to know, first of all, someone was paid to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Secondly, that it's in court documents and somehow that's not illegal. And yeah. thirdly, I look at people like Danny and the rest of the, the cast who mm-hmm. really stood by her. And there's some people who, you know, came on board after they realized that she was telling the truth. Mm-hmm. But I look at people like Danny who were, you know, by her side the whole time. Yeah. How do you not with some of the stories and some of the things that she was detailing, how do you not think, okay, maybe she's crazy? Because she's saying that, oh, I said this in my house in the privacy of my home. How would yeah. Thomas have known that? And everybody's thinking, okay, she's crazy. Yeah. But she wasn't. She was telling the truth the entire time. Mm-hmm. And That's creepy. Yeah. Which would show if she was on Watch What Happens Live and she's dealing with disinformation at the time that we don't know about, mm-hmm. that could drive some... That's PTSD. That's true. Oh my gosh, that's so scary. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, reading this whole news was very overwhelming. It was really like we all just were sick in our stomach about right. it. Mm-hmm. Um, any any last? Um, I think that's it for news. For, yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in and joining us today for the part one of reunion part one. <laughs> we will definitely be here next week. Matt, do you want to let everybody know where everybody can find you? Yes, y'all. Next week is Madison. Madison. <laughs> Madison. It's gonna hit the fan. We told y'all Danny brought medical documents. What's going to happen? You guys, you can find all of us. Or you can find all of us. You can find me at VMATMAR, two T's, two R's. And yeah, hit me up. Susan Pinkney, find me at SUZQ90210. Please follow me. Yes. Hey, everyone. And my name is Maite Creo. You can find me everywhere at This Is Maite. That is at This Is M-A-Y-T-E. We will see you here next week. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.